and as ruthlessly determined as Joseph Cheng. Cheng soon swept to power on the wave of a popular coup, and the promise that he would sever all transfer gates linking to the coalition to prevent any possible repeat of the abandonment. Cheng soon fulfilled his promise, and within days of becoming permanent chairman of the Timur Council, the human race was effectively split in two. Those few members of the Timur Council who had openly opposed Cheng's rise to power, including most prominently myself and Winchell Antonov, were either imprisoned, forced into exile, or executed on trumped-up charges. It cannot be denied that the period immediately following the schism was marked by unprecedented peace throughout the Tiandi. The quality of life for our citizens improved by such leaps and bounds that there was, for a long time, little to no demand throughout the Tiandi for moves towards more democratic representation. The one real exception, of course, was Benares, a world of limited resources, cruelly underrepresented within the council. It was on Benares that Winchell Antonov, having escaped his imprisonment, founded the Black Lotus Organization. Antonov is also credited with giving Cheng's council the less-than-flattering soubriquet, the Thousand Emperors. At the time of writing, the council continues to enjoy privileges unavailable to the wider population, most notably the instantiation lattices that grant them effective immortality through mind-state backups and cloned bodies. It is becoming harder for them to justify this exclusivity, now that the hardship of the post-abandonment period and the violence of the schism are little more than history lessons to the majority of the Tiandi's citizens. At the same time, calls for greater public participation in the running of the Tiandi are slowly beginning to grow, even on Timur. There are even calls to reunite with the coalition, which, expectations to the contrary, appears from our limited communications with them to have flourished in the intervening two centuries. Such calls have long gone unanswered. Cheng has meanwhile begun to retreat more and more from public view, surrounding himself with a circle of trusted advisers known as the Eighty-Five, from whom little is heard by the occasional official pronouncement. To this day there is much concerning Cheng's past that is dangerous to speak of publicly. The Council has worked hard to alter the facts of the past to suit its vision of our future, making it at times extraordinarily difficult to separate truth from fiction. I write these words with no certainty that they will ever be read. But I am an optimist, even here in my prison, and it remains my hope that I can present to you, the reader, when or wheresoever you might be, some approximation of our true history in the following pages. Excerpt from A History of the Tiandi, Volume 1, From Abandonment to Schism, by Javier Maxwell. 1. Gabion. Luke turned to see Marroquis stabbing a finger at him from across the hold, his face dimly visible within his helmet. Close your visor, goddammit, said Marroquis, his voice flat and dull in the cramped confines of the hold. 
Depressurization in less than thirty seconds. We're landing. Luke reached up and snapped his helmet's visor into place. Ignoring the smirking expressions of the armor-suited Sandoz warriors arrayed in crash couches around him, they were crammed in close to each other, bathed in red light. An alarm sounded at the same time that the lander carrying them began to jerk with abrupt and sudden violence. Maraqui had warned him about this, explaining that the lander had been programmed with evasive routines designed to reduce the chances of their being shot down by hidden ordnance. Even so, the breath caught in Luke's throat and he pictured the craft slamming into Escheri's pockmarked face at a thousand kilometres an hour, scattering their shredded remains far and wide. But the shaking soon subsided, and he finally remembered to exhale, although his hands appeared unwilling to release their death grip on the armrests of his couch.